0: Gully looked out the window as the blue sedan rolled through the center of town. The town, she noticed, didn't seem to be much more than a few blocks of one- and two-story buildings. Most of them were brick, but a few wooden ones stood out. On a guess, the newest one had been built sometime in the fifties. The streets were gray concrete, marked with a few thin lines of green weeds. So, Mulder, she asked the driver. What's so amazing here that we had to drive four hours out from Kansas City? He looked at her, and his lips made the curved line she'd come to recognize as his smile. Isn't it enough that they have the best cheeseburger in the state, and the best apple pie in the world? He asked, gesturing at the signs in the diner window. I don't think Skinner will think so. You know, I've wanted to come here for almost ten years and never had a chance. There was always something more pressing, from the Bureau or my own investigations. She waited. We're in Hill County, said Mulder. The town's called Little Hill. Is there a big hill? I don't believe so, no. And you've brought us here because... Back in 1969, there was an incident here. 108 people called state and local authorities, to report a UFO crash in the woods outside of town. That'd be what, Scully said with a straight face. Right over there? Before authorities could even get on the scene, though, he continued, ignoring her, the craft and all wreckage vanished. Several large military trucks were reported in the area at the time. The popular theory is that the craft was actually shot down, and retrieval teams were already standing by to collect it. Isn't it possible that it was just a plane crash? The Air Force always has some prototype or another. It would explain the retrieval teams, too. It's been discussed, said Mulder. There are no records of any military or private sector trials that week within 600 miles of here. 600 miles isn't that far for a jet. Try not to laugh he said. But the closest test was a weather balloon system. She smiled. He gestured to the north. Even more interesting is that there were seven more UFO sightings in the months afterwards that were also never explained. The last one was in February of 1970. They were some of the first cases MUFON ever investigated, which is ironic because the crash itself was one of the final ten cases examined by Project Blue Book before that study was terminated. Well, said Scully, that's not surprising. It's a perfect example of collective hysteria. People under stress, all coming to share the same delusion, regardless of actual evidence. Mulder nodded. That's what everyone concluded about Little Hill, he said. A few people even theorized that it might have been influenced by the name, connecting the events here to the abduction of Betty and Barney Hill seven and a half years earlier in New Hampshire. Seven and a half years is a long time for that level of hysteria. I agree, said Mulder, and so do a few other people. Still, interest in this location has dwindled over the years, and it's dropping off most lists. The last serious investigation was back in 1987, although there have been a few amateurs who've come by to suggest new theories. So you've been here before? He shook his head. Never. But we were more or less in the area, and I heard that rates have gone down on a lot of the exhibits. Scully looked around the town. Exhibits? Cope Farm, 2.54 p.m. The barn, Scully had to admit, was cleaner than most of the ones she'd seen in her career with the FBI. It was swept and spacious, more of a showroom than a storage area. The corners were free of the usual clutter of old straw, dirt, and rat traps. Granted, the near-overpowering smell of cat urine probably explained the lack of rat traps.